0: Now, it's one at a time to find the space. We only need one to go, okay? Because what's gonna happen, most teams will play us in something like a four, two, three, one, when they're pressing. We have an extra man in the middle. So, you go, he follows, he's open. You go, he stays, you're open. you go, he goes with him, no one's open, you can bounce it right back, because he's still open because he can't guard both of them, or bounce it back, get out of the space, let someone else come in. So again, when you rotate like that, when you get out, he's got a decision to make. Is he going to come with you, or is he going to stay? If he stays, and he decides to follow, well now we got two players open. If he stays and then he stays, maybe you guys just rotate again and eventually the free man will find the open space. It's just a game of numbers. We have more numbers. So you got to continue to move and find the open space, right? Welcome back everybody, this is episode 32 of the Footy Pod. I'm Sean Afkamenia. I'm flying solo on this episode today. Um, And I know it's been a while, my deepest apologies for our absence. It's just been a very, very busy time. Um, For those that don't know, in addition to the many hats that I wear for Footy Factory, I also coach club for DKSC, and I'm in charge of the U16 Boys ECNL Group. So it's a super high performance environment uh, and last month we took part in Dallas Cup which was actually my first time coaching in it so i was really honored to be a part of it and and just excited for the challenge and i wanted to make sure that my team was as prepared as they possibly could be coming in for any team to become good or great you need to have an identity and building our game model this season has been a priority of course with it being our first year um, we really wanted to establish the way that we wanted to play. And in this video, I basically have taken a Zoom meeting that I had a few weeks prior to Dallas Cup uh, in preparation for it and reproduced it into what you're about to see. So if you're listening on audio, um, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other audio platform, um, you are going to miss some. You'll get the gist of what I'm talking about. But there are a lot of video clips that I'll show from a few previous uh, games that the boys had had where we had implemented the same tactics. Now, you might be wondering why am I just about to give away all of my secrets and basically break down my team's tactics and put it out there for the public? My response to you is honestly, I just don't care. It's actually good for me to put this out there because at the end of the day, it's going to force me to refine my ideas and. If it does help an opposing coach of mine devise a tactical plan to play against us, then all that's going to do is force me to adjust and create a new plan to counter their strategy. So it's a game of chess at the end of the day, and that's what excites me about the game. I'm excited that I get to be coaching a group where I'm able to implement different ideas. The tactical plan that you'll see in this video that I wanted to lead with coming into the tournament um, is not going to be permanent. It's not going to stay forever. It's just, you know, a, a, a step in the direction that we're trying to go. Um, I think it suits us now with the players that we have. But that could change, you know, and I'm already thinking of ways that it can change based on who we have, based on players that we're bringing in as well. So um, honestly, you know, it's something that I think that would hopefully inspire anyone listening to this to maybe think about what they're doing in a different way, because everything that you're about to see in this video from me is, you know, ideas that have been sparked by something else. Uh, Whether it be another coach, whether it be something I read, whether it be something I saw, um, whether it just be, you know, layers upon layers of different ways that I've been thinking about things. So you should always be changing. You should always be adapting. You should always be growing and trying to get better, not only as coaches, but as as human beings. And, um, you know, hopefully this will do just that for you, because that's what the footy pot is all about. So thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Got something a little bit different for y'all today. It's not like anything that I've done before. I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but um, we're going to see how it goes. If you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked a little bit about, you know, the progress we've made so far. And we got Dallas Cup coming up. We worked really hard to get an automatic qualification into the tournament. And um, if you're not familiar, probably the biggest international youth tournament in the world So there's going to be some really good competition, and I think that we, you know, based on how far we've come so far, that we have a really good chance. And, uh, you know, today it's a rainy day in Dallas, and, and by rainy day, I mean I really haven't seen any rain at all. With fields around here, they close pretty easily. Instead of going indoors, I decided that we should just have a film session tonight, so I've been taking some time to sift through our past six games so with those six games we were able to play the system that we wanted we implemented a specific strategy game plan within that game and of course there's always room for adjustment and you know we might shift between several different systems within the same game Uh, but there's one system that I want us to try to lead with and try to force other teams to Uh, at the end of the day, adapt to us and adjust to us, rather than us always having to adjust to other teams. And I feel like they have a pretty firm grasp on what we're trying to do, but there's just some little things that they're not totally seeing within the game. You know, as they're playing, it's hard to see a lot of the things around you, right? You see the game from a very, you know, up-close vantage point. The coach sees it from a little bit of a wider perspective, but then that camera comes down and it sees everything and it doesn't lie. You know, the camera tells exactly the truth of of what happened. We asked them to watch those particular games um, and I've spent some time over the past two days really getting down to the nitty gritty of them and taking down some particular clips that I want my group to watch. And those clips all file into Uh, one of four categories. We're talking about, you know, attacking through the thirds and then our defensive work, right? What we do when we lose possession. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start this meeting because I'm already eight minutes behind. Welcome, 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 welcome. So guys, what we're going to do today, we're going to look at the last few games that I asked you guys to watch. So we're talking about the three... Uh, ecnl showcase games i didn't ask you to specifically watch the santa clara game but you know everyone pretty much has and i assume that you did so we're going to talk about that as well because we did play a 3-4-3 in that game but we just did not um we didn't we didn't try to to play the same way when we had the ball necessarily so we're just going to kind of show you guys the difference between what that looked like versus the other three games that we did play that way. All the other games that we played, we played a different system. So maybe when we had the ball in the attacking third, it kind of looked the same and it should look the same. Okay, but the 3-4-3 is the one that we want to start with. It's the one that we want to lead with. That way, mainly, we want to get as many numbers in the middle as possible. Um, We have a lot of midfielders on the team, players that you might play in different positions on this team, but anywhere else, you're going to play in the midfield. Because that's what we brought into the team on purpose. The system doesn't matter. The, the way we play is always the same. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same no matter what system we're playing. But the reason we're using this particular system is because it suits the players that we have. We can get as many of our best players on the field at the same time. And to win at a high level, you got to have as many good players as possible. To play this way, you have to have as many good players as possible our whole bench, potentially starting players. That's a good problem to have. It's going to make my job really difficult in terms of picking the right players for you know, the situations that we're in. And I can tell you right now, I still don't know who's going to be in my 11. I still don't know who's going to be you know, even in the 18 for each game. So it's a lot of decisions that I have to make and you guys are going to continue to make my decisions harder the more you show in training, you guys got to, you guys got to bring it. You guys got to really bring it these next few weeks and, and show me, you know, who should be in the 11 because guys, we're going to win that thing. Like I want to be very, very clear about that. And I've been clear about it, but it seems that some of you guys still aren't taking me seriously because like every session is not like high quality. It's, we've had one good session and then the next session it's,, eh, just going through the motions then the next session is okay, but maybe not as the one before, right? So, you know, it's, it's got to be where we're always raising the bar, always raising the bar. And especially now, you know, we have a couple of new players joining us that are raising the bar. We're only going to be bringing players in that are going to raise the level. And so if you're going to, you know, stay with us here, you got to raise your level too. Enough of that. First phase of play, we're talking about building out of the back. Our base system is a 3-4-3. This is what it looks like. That's how we start the game. Those are always our fundamental positions, right? The spaces that we occupy. When we're building out of the back, our center back opens to the left to give our keeper the right side. So we have our center back and our goalkeeper. You become two center backs. Our Outside center backs, high and wide, but on the defensive third line. Not any higher than that yet. Because we need you there in case we lose the ball and we got to quickly cover the goal. Why do we want to give the keeper the right side? Well, both of our keepers are right-footed, so that's naturally going to be the side that they're more comfortable on. If we're asking the keeper to play on this side, then the ball's always coming across his body onto his left foot. And the only thing he can really do is try to hit it with his laces into the corners here. Maybe if it's wide open, he can play forward. But on this side, he can play out. He can play forward. He can play here. He can play all the way across the goal. He can play across the field if he wants to. So we put the keeper on the right side. So instead of a 3 in the back, a 1-3, it becomes a 4. Or you can look at it as a 2 and a 2. Then from here, we have to clear this space. This space we have to open up. Okay. When Jolie and Carlos were playing together, they were, doing a, they were starting to understand that and doing a really good job of opening this space first. Our wingers are all the way high on the last line, even with the forward, but you're playing in this inside channel. Now, it's one at a time to find the space. We only need one to go, okay? Because what's going to happen, most teams will play us in something like a 4-2-3-1 when they're pressing. We have an extra man in the middle. So, you go, he follows, he's open. You go, he stays, you're open. You go. He goes with him. No one's open. You can bounce it right back because he's still open because he can't guard both of them. Or bounce it back. Get out of the space. Let someone else come in. So again, when you rotate like that, when you get out, he's got a decision to make. Is he going to come with you or is he going to stay? If he stays... And he decides to follow. Well, now we got two players open. If he stays. And then he stays. Maybe you guys just rotate again. And eventually, the free man will find the open space. It's just a game of numbers. We have more numbers. So you got to continue to move and find the open space. Right? So we have the extra man in the middle. Okay? So it's a 4 one Basically, three, three in the build-out, okay? Just in that area, in the defensive third. But always, when the ball comes in, if you cannot turn because you have a man on you, you return the pass where it came from, or if he's committing to him here, you bounce it out the other way, rotate, 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 find the new space. We don't try to turn in that situation, guys. If we're getting it here. There's a man on us. We don't turn. We bounce it. We rotate. He checks in. There's no one on him. Perfect. Now we build out from here. Now we're in the middle third. Y'all see that? We're just looking at that right now. I'm going to share my screen and show you some clips. This first game against uh, uh, Santa Clara... There's only a couple of clips. They really didn't put any kind of pressure on us in our half, in our defensive third. So we didn't really build out at all. But here are a couple of of examples of when we did. Okay, so right here. Chris, we we don't need you in there. They're not even putting pressure on us. So by you going to get the ball there, now you're attracting pressure. We need Jonah to step out of his goal. We need Luke to open a little bit. And now they lead the buildup right at the edge of the box because no one's putting pressure on us. So we need to go just meet them at their line. Wherever they're confronting us, we go meet them there. I mean, we got through just fine, right? But against better teams, it's not always going to be that easy. Okay, so we just need to be disciplined about the way that we are structured in that first part of the field. This is the third game against VSA in the showcase. Okay, there's space here someone's got to go get it. Someone's got to go into that space and get the ball from the midfield. We got to build through the midfielders. We have more numbers in there. That's where we have an advantage. We got to build through them. You see Chris kind of trying to go there, but you still have a man on you. You have a man on you there. So, if you can't get it there because you have a man on, just get out and then Caleb comes in. In any situation, there's always a defensive Transition. Johan's way out of position in this situation. That's what I was talking about. We're here, okay? Okay, so Johan, we need to be in here, right? In the build-out, we're here. That way we can quickly close if we lose the ball. Let's build our line. Jonah, come out next to him. They're not even putting us under pressure. Come out to the 18-yard box, get next to him, And now we can play both sides. Now there's not such a big disconnect between Luke and between Johan on this side. We need someone to connect with him, and we don't want it to be the midfielders because then we lose our advantage in the middle. That doesn't mean you're so far out of your goal that you can't recover. You're still central. You're between the posts or maybe just outside of them. But you're coming up and you're joining Luke on that line. Okay, This kind of leads into a middle third as well, which we're going to talk about and look at specific clips of. Um, But since it's included in this clip, we'll go ahead and touch on it. We're creating the extra man on this side. Basically, we have two right forwards. We have Christian, we have Johan. So we don't want Johan in in this space, in the middle third, to necessarily go all the way high on the forward line just yet. We still want to be in a line of three in the back, but we're starting to get out there. We're trying to build out the left side. So you can see, I mean, just from this screenshot, this clip right here, we've dragged all the defenders over there. All of them. So we gotta see that. Like, look what we're doing to them, okay? That's what I've been talking to you guys about in training is like look at the defenders, look at them. Look every time the ball moves, look at the ball, look away from the ball. So Johan's just by himself over here. We got to get it to him earlier. Okay? Now from this position, Johan gets to that feet. Christian's got to make a run behind. Even if you're not going to get the ball, drag the defenders away from the goal. Run to the corner. Drag them away. That's going to create space for somebody else. Back to building out. All right, so this looks a little bit better, but we have a problem because he's putting us under a little bit more pressure here. That's dangerous. Jonah, we just got to understand the situation. Building out of the back doesn't mean we always just play short. If that guy's so close to him, maybe start the ball way over here. Maybe just play this diagonal ball into Johan to start it. Let's get into the middle third right away. Okay, but we we can't be we can't be naive about building out of the back. If we're if we're if they're actually pressing us, which to be fair, they hadn't yet. So this is the first time you had seen it. If they're pressing us, we can't just force it in there, okay? That should have been a goal. All right. Jonah's got the ball in his hands. So that means we have a minimum of six full seconds, six full seconds to build our shape. There's no excuse for us to not be in our positions yet. Build your line. So use that time while the ball is in Jonah's hands to get your shape. Midfielders, get out of the middle. Create the space in the middle. Then it's one at a time. Find the space. BVB now. Second half. All right. We started with the 4-2-3-1. We only had... 12 players available so we we're going with the system that suited the players that we had second half we had an injury adrian couldn't go back on so we had to make an adjustment and we went with three at the back back into our normal 3-4-3. so we have christian playing right center back johan in the middle da on the left okay so that was our line of three obviously christian doesn't normally play back there he did a good job but we'll see that we we're a bit unorganized back there which caused a lot of confusion and really led to us ultimately losing the ball a lot and leading to some good chances for them so Santi doesn't need to be here Jonah should be coming out to support right around the corner of his box Johan's in the right position he can open up a little bit once Jonah gets there okay and then DA is there he's ready to open up when the ball starts to change but Santi in here we lose the advantage in the middle And now Jonah has to go over here to get the ball. So he's on his left foot. It's awkward. His body shape is telling everyone he's going into the middle. But really, it's not going to be as comfortable as on the right side. Santi finds his way back in the middle. This is a spot that he should be in. He's open. No one's on him. That's where we want our extra man, right in that space right in that space, pulling the strings. So if he's there, we got to get it to him. Give him the ball. It's not that Jonah can't control this ball. But look, is going on to his left foot. That's a little bit uncomfortable. He's right in front of the goal. Any little lapse in concentration, which happens all the time, okay? You see it with professional goalkeepers. You see it on Instagram all the time. Goalkeepers will take a touch. Maybe it's a little bit windy or the ball has some backspin and it makes it roll away. Keeper doesn't even look down. He just assumes the ball at his feet is at his feet. He tries to make it pass and it's not there. Okay, so that's a dangerous position. We got to make it as comfortable for him as possible. Let's keep him on the right side. So y'all see what Caleb did. Santi on this side was just staying in that space, even though he wasn't getting the ball. He was just staying in that space. Okay, which, hey, if we're playing a different way, that wouldn't be a problem, right? Because he was in space. But we just want to be a little bit more, like, unpredictable with what we're trying to do. So Caleb goes into the space. Okay, he's there, he's there, he's there, he's there, he's there. He doesn't get it. He gets out. Now Santi can go in there. Okay, this is still building out, even though it doesn't start from Jonah. Okay, it's still building out of the back. We recover possession right on the defensive third line. But just from this picture, you see one, two, three, four, five, six yellow shirts right in this area. So our space is back to the goalkeeper. Okay, so this should be a build out situation. Okay, so we get the ball here. All right, we see space. You know, maybe Johan could be dropping more and creating more space, but you see space behind you. see a yellow shirt right behind him. Maybe from your perspective, you couldn't see him, and that's fair. All right, but pass into pressure. That's dangerous. Okay, it comes back to us again. We didn't check our shoulders. Pass into pressure. Okay, when the whole time, we could have just done this from the beginning. We get it here. We use our body to hold the defender away from the ball. We pass straight back to Jonah. We build our line. We reset. We start the game over. Got to check your shoulders there and just see what's around you. Chris is there. He's wide open. Cool. Nothing's there. We keep the ball. That's fine. So Chris just got it. Now he's getting out. Between one of you two, you need to find that new space. Julian's wide open, so it should be you. He can get there. Santi can rotate out. Okay, but we got to look at the field and see where our extra man is. We're always going to have an extra. So, Santi, we're not getting the ball. He's not giving it to us, he's not giving it right away. Just get out of there, let someone else get in. That midfield four is futsal. That is exactly what we trained all futsal season, all winter. So for those of you who were there and spent a lot of time, you know, working through those rotations and those movements, you should have it down by now. And the whole reason, like, I don't want us picking up the ball in in there is because we just don't need to. If you go get it in there, we're attracting pressure to us, which we want, but we don't have the extra man in the middle to be able to play through that pressure. So if Jonah attracts the pressure, now we have Santi free right here. Now we just broke a line. Now we can go forward with numbers. But Santi picks the ball up in here. Yeah, maybe in this situation, he does dribble past the first line. Okay, so it's the same thing. But we just, we just need to be more organized in this area. We just need to be more organized in this area because better teams are not going to make it this easy for us. Goal kick. We have plenty of time to get set up. Chris, we don't need you at the edge, edge of the box. Whoever this is, we don't need you there. We don't need you there. Okay, get out of there. Get out of there. Our center backs and our goalkeeper can do the same job. They're good with their feet too. That's why they're on the team. Okay? So let them build the ball out up to the edge of the 18. From there we find passes into the middle third, okay? So they're kind of setting the stage in the back. They're setting the table. You guys got to clear the space in the middle, then go find it. I want you receiving the ball in the middle third so we can attack with numbers going forward. We don't need you getting the ball in in the defensive third if not absolutely necessary. These are not the top, top teams that we're talking about here. They're decent teams, okay? But if we want to be the best, we got to be able to do it against the best. So against the best, we need to be a lot more organized and a lot more sharp and just have that understanding of where we're going to be at any given moment. That way, the decision-making is easier. It's easier. It comes more instinctual rather than having to, like, think through every single possibility. We know it already, and watching this is going to help us with that. So Dylan, when he receives, is under pressure. So this is just another situation of, hey, we got to check our shoulders. We got to be aware of what's around us. We cannot try to turn if there's two defenders right there. These are little things that will cost us. That should have been a goal. All right, I think you guys get the point. That's building out of the back. Hope you guys learned something from that. Hope you guys are taking notes. I don't care what kind of notes you take, whatever helps you, okay? But you got you to gotta write it down in order to retain it, right? So it's not about me forcing you to do homework, right? If you actually want to learn this stuff and, and use it to help improve your game, writing it down helps it stick in your brain. We're going to look at the middle third now, attacking in the middle third, possessing the ball in the middle third. Okay, The goal there is to actually have longer strings of possession from the middle third into the attacking third. As we advance the ball into the middle third, so in this situation, as I showed you before, this player was not getting pressed. He had time and space to turn and play forward. So now we're in the middle third. Okay, Now we want to get back into our 3-4-3. So the center back steps in front of the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper kind of comes back into his own goal again. Okay? You're never leaving your goal, keepers, okay? So you're not coming out here to get the ball. You're still in your goal area, right? You're ready to get back in, but now just come a little bit more central. But you can still play out around the edge of the 18. Our center back steps in front, okay? And from here, What we're trying to do is build out the left or the right side. I may change it based on who we have in the game, but I'll be very clear about which side we want to build out of, which side we want to attack from, okay? But in here, we still need to tuck in. You guys. Start to close and help Luke a little bit. Because sometimes, you'll see in the clips, we were way too open. Better teams players that are forwards that are better, 1v1, might have given Luke a hard time, okay? We cannot leave him just 1v1. So you got to start to close when we get into the middle third. Depending on the side that we want to build out of, that's how you start to, I guess, determine how you want to support or start to open up. So let's just say we're going to be building out of the left side to attack on the right. So in that circumstance, right? Maybe we're thinking about getting the ball over here, okay? So we're starting to open a little bit, but just in the half space. We're not all the way wide. Just in the half space. Luke comes to cover. From here, we don't want to open all the way just yet, <clears throat> because then there's a big gap if we lose the ball. So we're still kind of in that half space, but it's a little bit more open, right? Right? And we start to build that 3 4 3 again. So, our winger on the side that we're building out of, you provide the width. You're all the way wide on the line. The left center back is in that channel. Okay? The 10, finding this space. So, you guys are building little triangles in here. Okay? One, two, three. One, two, three and then one, two, three. Okay, triangles everywhere. Our center forward can come join if it gets here, right? So now we got a triangle here. Our other number 10 can kind of come into this space. So we got another triangle here, but it's still, at the end of the day, four in the middle, three up front, three in the back. It's a three, four, three in the middle, okay? Now, from here, The goal is, can we make little rondos? When we do that, we start to draw defenders over. You guys already saw it in one clip. But it might look like this. Man for man, man for man, man for man, man for man. They have to come do that to try and get the ball back. They're squeezing in here, shifting as a group. Okay. We're building the extra advantage on this side. So already, I mean, if he just stays wide, we got him 1v1. Because he's got to pick him up. Or he's got to come pick him up. Right? So already, we have the advantage on this side because we did a good job of building out from this side. Making the defenders commit. Then, as we find a way to play through. Before we can do that, we've got to look. We've got to see the defenders. We've made them commit to this side. We have this side of the field open. When we see that, now we can find solutions to get there. So maybe one solution is playing into the 10 to bounce it out to the number six to play forward. Maybe we have nothing So we use Luke to go forward. Maybe they're here. So he's open to be able to play that diagonal. But not until then do we start to open. So once we see this ball coming in, that's when we start taking our space. Okay? Not until then. Not until you know for sure that the ball is going to get out there. Because if we're already just like this in the middle third, this is my left center back, this is Luke, this is Jonah, okay? Sixes, tens, if we're already like this and they start to put us under pressure, we lose the ball in here, now all it takes is one run, they're in. Or one run from deeper and they're in. So we stay here until we know for sure this ball is coming out here now we take our space okay and then from here guys it's two versus one two versus one so if it comes into feet maybe this player comes in for a one two or If The ball is in here This player decides to check to feet To get the ball He comes with That run goes behind Or If he's just sitting in between both of you It's either or Maybe he makes a diagonal run into here to draw defenders away from the middle, who, which creates the space for him to now make this run. So you guys got to be a little bit clever about that. So that's middle third. Let's look at some videos. So remember, this first game against Santa Clara, we did not attempt to build out of either side particularly. We kept the three at the back, and we allowed these outside center backs to just kind of get forward as the space allowed them to okay but the reason I wanted to throw this in here is probably one of our best sequences from the middle third we don't see it too often but it's the runs that that we're making okay so Sebas does a good job of here getting past the first man breaking that line with the dribble alright Dylan holds the ball But you see Malik making this run behind. And that's what we don't have enough of right now from our wide players. Okay, so the main thing with this is, look, where are they meeting us? Where are they defending? At the midfield line. So is there any reason to ever really have the ball 15 yards behind that line, 20 yards behind that line? Just go meet them. You're allowing them to rest because look what they're doing right now. They're just slowly jogging. Back and forth. They can do that all day. Okay. Most players are fit enough to be able to do that. But I did like the midfield rotations here. So you see Santi kind of getting out of his space. And then Dylan comes in. So Dylan didn't get the ball. But because defenders followed him. Now Santi's open to get the ball. Okay, Caleb's wide here. He let uh, Aiden go inside, which as, I mean, we're almost in the attacking third. As we get closer to that area, that becomes more acceptable. So Santi's in that space, but again, Santi, like, there's no pressure there at all. So Luke can do... the The exact same thing as you're doing right now. So get out. Go find space in the middle. See, Carlos is in the space that only one number six should be in right here. No one should be behind where Carlos is in this situation if you're talking about the midfielders. Everyone else should be ahead of Carlos. And if Carlos rotates out, then someone else comes into this little pocket. Always just right behind the forward in front of the midfielders. But Dylan does a good job of finding that pocket in the number 10 position. Now from here, we just need to be a little bit more precise with that passing. If it's not on, we just hold the possession. I like that you're taking risks, though, because in that area, we have to take those kinds of risks or we're never going to create chances. So to create chances, you have to take risks sometimes. They just got to be calculated risks. See, Caleb comes in. We only need one in that space. He's got a man on him because he checked his shoulder two times. Maybe just once, but he knew he was there. He bounced it. He rotated out. All right, now we find Santi who's the free man. Okay, but we don't need to go back. We have, like, now Now we've pushed their line of confrontation back To the edge of the center circle so we don't need to go back from there only if we're like under pressure do we need to do that but there's a good sequence this is the game against rockford middle third so in this game we were creating the extra man on malik's side all right so as you can see there was really no pressure on us in this game So even though we have the ball in the middle third, their line of confrontation is really more almost into their defensive third. We had pinned them back that far, right? So most of the times that we get the ball in the middle third, we're almost getting into the attacking third. So because we're almost there, it allows Malik to push a little bit higher than he would normally if we are just entering the middle third. But we just need urgency to get it to him. We always had extra numbers with him and Christian on the left side. Okay, so we got it over to the right. We dragged defenders over. Let's see how many defenders are in the picture here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight at least. So that means, I think there's nine. So that means there's one player over here for the two that we have. Okay, there's two players over there. But we still have space. And if one of these guys goes to support, we have a 3v2. So we need to find a way to get it there, okay? It doesn't always need to go back to loop to switch. Play out the Santi. Santi can play that ball. But it's got to be faster, okay? When we take this long to get it over to that side, I mean, look how much time you're giving them to get across. And they don't even have to sprint across. They're just jogging. So they're not even getting tired. Look, not one of them are sprinting. This is, like, easy for them. Then once we get it here, guys, like I just showed you on the board, once we get it here, we have to have someone making a run behind. So Christian and Caleb interchange positions. That's fine. If Caleb's now in this position, when he checks to the ball, look what he's creating behind him. This player is dragged into the middle. He has to come with him, which creates space behind. So can Malik get across and make a run behind, a diagonal run? If so, we have a chance. All right, Caleb ultimately gets behind, but nothing comes of it, okay? But you guys need... It can't be Caleb doing both. Because if he's running... If he's checking to the ball and then also running behind, it's the same defender that stays with him the whole time. Now, he's doing a little bit of ball watching, so he did lose Caleb anyways. But you guys got to work with each other in creating that space. Okay, so we want to build out the right. How can we get it to the right? We did go to the right, but really didn't make them commit all the way to the right yet. If we don't need to leave the space, if we're not under pressure, Maybe more players can be supporting and showing for the ball and, and really giving DA options. but keep it on that side until we create the advantage that we want. Now Christian checks to the ball. there's space right here. there's space right here where you're on side. So Malik, can you get behind? Ramon, can you get behind? just from what this picture looks like right here, there's space between these two defenders where Carlos can just really just play it over the top and you guys can hold your run, curve your run, time your run to be able to get behind for it. If they're giving you the space, guys, you got to be able to see it and take it. They're not going to play the passes if you guys don't see the runs, if you guys don't make the runs. You guys got to initiate the movements for your midfielders to see the passes. Little Rondo on the right. No pressure. We just keep it All right, look this guy just committed right so now we have the advantage But look look at this guy, he's just jogging back into position no big deal no threat That's the thing guys we had a lot of possession in this competition in this showcase pretty much 75% possession every game at least And really had not many chances to show for it. We weren't really a threat. We need more from our wingers. We need more from our forwards getting behind. Getting behind. All right, so this is what we need right here. This is a dime ball. So middle third, we're trying to build out the right to create the space on the left. Malik's already high because we're not under any pressure. Luke switches it to the right. Okay, we didn't really keep the ball too long over there, but just enough to create a little bit of space for Caleb to make a run. And Carlos plays a great pass into him. Again, it doesn't come off, but that's how we create chances. That's how we get chances. We don't always want to do that in the middle third. We want to try to like build it up into the attacking third and set up in that area as much as possible. But if they're holding their line a little bit higher, then that's the space that we're going to have. So let's draw them out with our possession around midfield. And then when we draw them out, that creates the space for those little passes over the top. But we got to have the runs. The passes don't come without the runs. This one goes into feet. So maybe in this situation... Caleb, just make a run into the corner, drag these defenders, drag these defenders, drag these defenders, and then someone else finds a space. Okay, so this game, we were really sloppy, I think, with our with our organization. Um, at this point, I think we'd already subbed Luke. So if Johan is a center back... He needs to be more on the left side. Jonah needs to come out of his goal and just be there. Be there in case we need him. Okay, so Johan's a little, not on the left side, but a little bit more central. And Sebas is still playing a little bit deeper because they are applying a little bit more pressure to us up front. And DA is in a good position, he's covering the middle. Because at the end of the day, what we're going to do is build the line of two in the back once we get in the attacking third. So we need to just start to think about what positions we're going to take up next. Now that we're so open, so Sebas, look where the ball is, okay? It's almost in the defensive third. We got to start getting back into this area a little bit more. This kid was actually kind of a dangerous player. And, you know, just leaving him 1v1 is not something that we want to do. The goal was to build out the left to attack on the right, and not once have we really gone over to the left. Johan should be on Jonah's left side. There's no pressure. Jonah, just hold the ball. Let us get our shape. Okay, we're building out again from here. That's We're resetting the game, so let's just get our shape. If we don't have pressure, we have time. It's a good run. We do end up getting it on the right side. Not necessarily in the space that we want. We obviously want to be a little bit higher up the pitch before we get into this area. But it does get here. okay. And Christian makes a good run behind. I think he draws a foul here. Something happens. We get a decent chance from it. Get a little possession in the attacking third. Okay, so we're on the right side. We have the extra man there. But we don't really have an extra man right now because everyone's committed to this side. So what do we do? Okay, let's get it over to the left so we can try again. Alright, you see Santi just being patient, letting players come support him, letting defenders come and put pressure on him. And that's what we want. Okay, now gradually you see all the black shirts getting sucked in. Alright, and that's where we just need a little bit more patience. I know your eyes get real big in this situation. You get a touch, you're facing the goal. Okay, but let's just be patient if it's not set up perfectly for you if you're not totally confident in taking the shot we want shots guys but what's going to give us better chances is runs behind through balls one twos then we get tap-ins for goals okay so we take shots when we have them when they're set up for us when we really feel confident in stepping into our shot but we don't just force it we don't just force it that's the secondary option first option is Can we find a one-two to be able to get behind? Can we make a run behind for a little through pass? Can we, you know, get to the byline for cutback crosses to the penalty spot, right? Not crosses, but cutback passes for the penalty spot. Those are the goals that we want. Because those are sure things. That's 100% a goal. So that was a little bit more attacking in the final third too, but that clip led into it, so I just let it go. All right. Again, good work from you too. So this is what we're looking at. This is actually much better. This is a good example of what we're kind of looking for. So we're building out the left. Okay, a little bit sloppy in the build-up phase, but we do end up getting the ball here. Now we're in the middle third. We're in possession, okay? All those black shirts have committed. Sebas is by himself. He's the right center back. He's by himself. Christian makes a run behind. And now look, he's got two defenders only thinking about him. He's drawing those defenders away from the middle. Now Sebas is running to goal. So Christian has an option. He has a choice to make. Is he going to cross it for Sebas or is he going to go to goal himself? I think with Christian's technical ability in this position, I would like him to go to goal. He was set up for him well to go to goal. And he takes it well. Okay, keeper makes a good save. It's a good chance. That's how we want to attack through the middle third. Okay, you guys started to understand how to build a rondo with each other on one side. But look at the defenders. They're all looking at the ball. They're completely unaware of Christian over here, of Eden, even Aiden over here. But the problem is. Look at us looking at the ball, 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 looking at the ball. So because no one has actually picked their head up to look at the defenders in the space around them, we have no idea that we can now switch. We did what we needed to do. We don't have to just continue to pass right here. We did what we had to do. Now can we go attack? It's just, it needs to be more of a quicker um, recognition and then a quicker execution. This is all too slow right here. So, even still, like we've kept the ball, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But now from here... Why do we need to go back? We don't need to go back. Turn your hips, drive that ball into the corner. Or play Santi, open your hips, drive the ball into the corner. He's wide open. But now because we play back to Johan, they all have time to shift. Okay, we do it again. This time we lose the ball. Alright, we get it back. We build another Rondo. Again. You play out to Johan here. Now we have not broken a single line. We're playing outside of their defensive shell. And now they all have time. Not only to shift, but to shift together. If this pass goes into... if I think this is Chris, if he's open a little bit more in this space, if it goes into him, if he plays that pass, now we're breaking lines. But, because we went back to Johan now, we are actually outnumbered in an area where we should have an an advantage. Numbers up. And we're, we're even outnumbered, despite the fact that our center back, not our right center back, our center back is getting forward with the ball. So, Hopefully you guys are seeing this and and understanding what sometimes I get frustrated about. Aiden scores here. But again, it all comes from us kind of playing through the left side first. We didn't get all the way to the left on this side, but we have the extra man on this side. So even though we didn't do that, we still have a 2v1 here. Okay, and now we have a 2v1 again with Aiden and and Uri. All right, so that's going to happen. We're going to get more of those chances if we play the way we want to play. Got a rondo. We don't need to go back. We don't need to go back. We don't need to go back, but we go all the way back. Now they have time to adjust. We just played outside of their defensive shell instead of actually breaking lines. So that's not, that's not threatening. That's not dangerous. We didn't cause them any problems with that. Okay, we make another rondo on the left side. We don't need to do that here. Get into their half. If they're not putting pressure on us, go meet them where they're putting pressure on us. We go back to Jonah again, and now they all have time to adjust. Once you go back to Jonah, they're all going to step forward together. That's not the pass that we need to switch the side. It needs to go into the 6, into the 10. Santi, boom. I know you can hit that pass. But look, we did it again. Rondo. Everyone is committed. Obviously, we can't see everyone in the screen, but based on the last clips, I'm going to go ahead and guess that they had all their players over on this side again. Now, they did make an adjustment about 20 minutes through this half and ended up putting two players on the left side, but still, we can make it a 3v2 if we just go and join them, but that space was still on. You can see players are still committed to this side. That space was still on, so Santi, it goes into you. Perfect. Open your hips, diagonal pass into space for someone making a run. But instead, we go back into pressure, we dance a little bit, dance a little bit for no reason, and we miss our opportunity. Okay, we got a rondo. Now, if we can find Chris, he can attack the space. But we go back into pressure. Again. And then we lose the ball. If we're checking our shoulders, if we're looking at the space and the defenders around us, that's not a problem. We see it already. We know what to do. So, right now, this is trouble. This is big trouble. D.A. is so far disconnected from Johan, and Johan's so far disconnected from D.A., that they have just really a straight pass and a straight run straight to goal. You guys got to be more central in this area. We're almost in the attacking third, so you two have to be connected to each other inside or just on the edges of the center circle. It's a good recovery, but we don't want to have to do that all game, every game. That's too much work. So as the ball advances into the attacking third, Maybe we're starting from this side. Okay. Ball on this side. We have the extra man there. We have numbers around the ball supporting. Okay. Eventually, what it does is becomes a 2-2-6. When we start to change sides through the 6 or through the 10, we get it here. He obviously is going to go all the way on the last line and becomes a forward. A right forward. So we have two right forwards. Center forward. Left forward. Number 10 becomes a forward. Number 10 becomes a forward. And then we have our sixes. Just sit here and stay. Okay? Nice and close together. Our center backs now come to the middle. So that's what I was just talking about. Our center backs sit here and stay. If we lose the ball... The only place they're going is into the corner, in which case we have time to recover because all we have to do is come straight back to the goal and we're covering it because they still have to pick the ball up here and go to the goal. What we don't want is to give them the middle because we're open like that. We lose the ball now. It's 1v1 on Luke or 2v1 on Luke. So it's a 2-2-6. Two, two, you guys can all interchange, okay? So maybe he makes a run, you become the number 10, right? He's off sides now, so maybe he comes back, you attack the space inside, he becomes the wide player, now you become the other wide player, the two right forwards here, okay? We have to have width in the final third. We have to have width. So we have six, and most of the time, we're going to be playing against five. And then it's going to be a four, one. Or if they're playing like a four, two, three, one, maybe they'll defend like in a four, five, one. So, with U6, we always have an advantage. Always. We just gotta find it. We gotta be patient and find it. So in this area, we need the full width. But that doesn't mean that this player can't come inside. If he comes inside, someone else has gotta go wide. But if we don't have the width here, then what happens is, we make defenders commit... Then we have this player coming inside and now we're trying to switch through our six and he has no one to switch it to. So we need the width. Okay. Now from here, guys, it's just about you being creative. Okay. Showing some individual quality, right? With the movements that you make, with the dribbles that you make, with your one twos, with, if you have to, taking shots from outside the box. But a lot of times we're not going to have to take shots from outside the box because we're going to be able to get inside the box for easy chances. But y'all got to trust that you can do that and be patient when you get in the attacking third. Okay, this is off the kickoff. First game ECNL showcase, featured match of the day. We get it right back. All right, nice little build up. There's no pressure there, so this is nothing to be too proud of. But we do get into the middle third. We build through there. I mean, I think we had 35 passes before they touched the ball again. But you guys see how all these passes are going side to side and around. Nothing is through defenders. Nothing is breaking lines. And that's that's like the main thing that I want us to kind of take away from this. If we want to turn our possession into goals, then we have to break lines. All right. So offsides there. I don't know if he actually was or not, but doesn't matter. Looked on to me. I don't know. Okay. We have the extra man. So we just got to be, you know, a little bit more urgent in breaking a line with a run or with a pass or with a dribble, Sebas. Can you get past this man? But a lot of times in this game, we kept going back inside. We have the space here. Keep the ball going. Keep it flowing. Keep it flowing. Keep it flowing. We're in the attacking third. We just got to move it. Keep finding space. Keep finding space. And eventually, they're going to create the space for us because they can't keep up with moving side to side that much and that quick. So right now, we did create a gap between these two players. If someone just makes a run in there, we have a chance. It can't always be just with a dribble, but not one... Pass, broke a line when we, when we were in the attacking third just now. So I wanted to point this out. You know, the ball gets wide to Jay. Ramon is making a run into the corner, not really thinking that he's going to get the ball, but he's doing it to create space for Jay. And he does, okay? So sometimes our runs are not for ourselves, guys. They're to create space for others. But now we settle into some possession here but not breaking any lines. Everything is on the outside of them. It's on the outside of them. Okay, we get through them a little bit there, but then we go back on the outside of their their defensive structure. Aiden, right here, make a run. Go behind. There's space back there. Why are we trying to get it at feet here when you have space to go to goal? So that just comes from awareness, checking your shoulders, looking around you. But still, everything is on the outside. Everything is on the outside. There's no one-twos. There's nothing that actually makes, makes defenders defend you. Everything that we just did in the attacking third right there was easy to defend. They were not under pressure at all. They were not troubled by anything that we did. Okay, little 1-2 on the outside, not bad. It makes us, it makes them defend us, right? So now we just drew 3 three players out to this wide area. There's space in here. There's space on, in the middle around the top of the box. If we can get it in here, we have a chance. If we can get it in here, we can get to the byline, we have a chance, right? right. So just that little 1-2 right there. It did so much. It did so much. It made them defend you. but then we go back around the outside of them, okay? But regardless, you know, we'll talk about defensive transitions another time. Anytime we lose the ball, there's a defensive transition. And for the most part, we do a pretty good job of doing that. But we cannot rely on just one person to do the job. We have to have other players getting back too. Because if Carlos misses here, now they have one, two, three, four versus 1 and 2. That's not enough. That's not enough. We need to get numbers back. Okay, we have the extra man on this side. This game, we had Malik on this side. Malik and Christian. Carlos picks it up. All right, he tries to split a line there. Caleb ends up picking it up back again. Little one, two, create space. Okay, so that wasn't bad. Listen, when we try to break lines, there is a risk factor involved. Okay? But they are calculated risks. We have to take those risks in the attacking third. If we're just trying to play safe all the time in the attacking third, that's when we start to get complacent and a little bit lackadaisical because we're just playing soft, short passes all the time. If we lose the ball in that mindset, we're gonna be we're gonna be under a lot of trouble trying to transition defensively getting numbers behind the ball because it's hard to switch your brain back onto that right if we're thinking slow 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 everything's slow it's it's easy then once we actually do have to switch on we're a step behind okay so we got to take those risks sometimes this was a good defensive transition it leads into attacking the final third which is why it's in here but we press well everyone's pressing together And we get it back in a dangerous position. We're one pass away. Now we're going to goal. Okay. So our high pressure is not just to get the ball back. It's actually to try to go score. If we, if we approach it with that mentality, then we're going to be a lot more incentivized to want to go get the ball back. Okay, it's a good switch out. We have Johan as the extra man. Now someone go behind. Christian, make a run. You make a run to the corner. You drag defenders with you. Now it creates space in the middle. Make a run. Now Johan's got to take two players on by himself. Okay, high pressure again. We're defending together. We're pressing together. We get it back in a dangerous position. This is good work. Now we can settle in. We can keep the ball a little bit. We find space at some point. Eventually. Okay, we're trying to build out the left to create the extra man on the right. Now Sebas is the extra man. So make a rondo. We move it, but it doesn't need to go to Johan to switch. Let's use the middle. Let's use the sixes. Let's use the tens. Because now they just all adjusted. So the advantage is gone. Still no runs from the forwards. No runs. No one's breaking a line. Can't do anything like that. We're never going to score goals until our forwards start making some runs. Our wingers start making some runs. But again, good high pressure. We get it back right away. So three times in a row, we just get the ball back in the attacking third. So again... Our extra man is on the right side. We tried to attack there. Nothing was really on. So we reset. We get it over to the left again. Okay? So right now, attacking third, our center backs are too far away. Johan and D.A. need to be closer together. D.A. doesn't need to be taking this space over here. That needs to be J. coming down and providing the width on that side. Okay? So on the, on the side that we're building out of, it's the winger that provides the width, not the left center back or the outside center back on that side. On the side that we're trying to attack from, it's the outside center back that provides the width. Okay? So DA's got to stay inside on this side. Because now we're too open. If we lose the ball, it's trouble. And now, I mean, we have no center backs because DA is all the way over there and Johan's right here. So we're in big trouble if we lose the ball. <laughs> DA is on one side of the field, Johan's on the other side of the field. This is all just bringing awareness to you guys, okay? I'm not picking on anybody, it's just to bring awareness. Once we become aware of what we're doing, it makes it easier to to fix it and, and to do the right things. So hopefully this is helping you understand what is expected of you based on the position that you play. Attacking in the final third. We got Gabe as our number nine. Gabe's doing the most moving of everybody. He's the only one that moved. Everyone else is just passing the ball on the outside, but no one's trying to break a line. Okay, so that's it. The rest of what I have is defensive transitions and set pieces. We're going to look at that another time, okay? But that was through the run of play in each part of the field. In the defensive third, through the middle third, into the attacking third. So I hope you guys got something out of that. I hope you got some good notes that you'll be able to refer back to later. But now that everyone sees what we're trying to do, we need to implement it in training, okay? Training is where you guys are going to get the experience you need to make the right decisions and do the right things in the games. We need to be ready. We need to be ready. And I guarantee you, you guys are going to be the most prepared team in that tournament. I promise you that. But everyone's got to buy into what we just looked at today, okay? That's all I got, gentlemen. Um... I'm sorry this took a little bit longer than usual, but hopefully it was enjoyable for you. Hopefully, you, like you actually like appreciate looking at this kind of stuff because, hey, if I was if I was a player, if I was in y'all's shoes, I would be eating this stuff up. If you guys missed any portion of it, I'm recording this, so I'm gonna post it um, so you guys can watch it again later, or if you just want to refer back to it to try and see, you know, anything that you might have missed. Okay, that's all I got. You guys have a good night. We'll see you at training tomorrow.